Welcome back to Eye to Eye, the digital renaissance podcast. I'm your host, Percy Hornack, and this week I'm here with an interview with Oliver Keller. He is an Andy's kid and young artist of the digital renaissance who I worked with for the first time last summer on a devised show about our online and offline selves called URL versus IRL. I am super excited for you to meet him. Let's dive in. Hi, Oliver. Hi, Percy. I would love if we could start if you could tell me about yourself in however many details that you would like to share. Cool. Um, I'm Oliver. I live in uh, New Hampshire and I'm 15. Cool. How long have you been doing Andes? I started when I was eight or nine, so like seven years. Amazing. Uh, yeah. Do you have a favorite memory of Andes or like what kind of stuff have you done with Andes in the past? Any, you know, hi- highlights from your mm. Andes career? Yeah, well, uh, seven years is a lot of time, at least for someone as young as I am. It's so, a lot of time for anyone. Yeah. <laughs> well, <laughs> um, so I pretty much had a lot of time to try different stuff out. So I've taken advantage of that. And I've done just about everything you can do down to the apprenticeship, which is like lights, set building, props. And that's all really fun stuff. Um, I, I really enjoy doing that, but I also really enjoy being on stage. That's what I do most of the time. Um, I'm usually in at least one or two shows a year, and then I usually do like lights or backstage for the rest of them. It's pretty cool. It's pretty fun because Andy's like everything is run by the kids. So, mm-hmm. um, Do you have a specific favorite memory that you can think of? I know that's hard when you have so many, so uh-huh. many memories to choose from. I don't really have a favorite memory because everything that you do there is just like so fun and like you know everyone really well after a while and everyone's sort of a really close-knit family so um I can't think of anything specific but that is totally okay (laughs) there are a few shows that I've um I've had a lot of um connection with um that really hit closer to home than others have Mm-hmm. Usually the show's meant for older audiences when we deal with more with heavier topics. And then we really get into conversation about the themes of the show because it's an older audience. So um, you have to have an older cast as well. So you're dealing with kids and teenagers who sit down and talk about like these world events or uh, topics that you wouldn't normally talk about with like eight or 10 year olds. Mm-hmm. So those have always been really dear to me, those memories. I've been in a few shows where we've done that, where we dealt with topics like uh, school shootings or suicide and uh, stuff like that, where you can't really talk about those with a younger child, like Mm -hmm. in the way that you can with um, a teenager. Usually we'll have to deal with that more than a younger child will. Mm -hmm. Totally. What do you love about Andes? Like, what keeps you coming back for seven years other than living across the street? (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) I do live across the street, and it is very convenient. Um, I really have a family there. It's my, uh, it's like my second home. I spend my entire summer there. And even when um, it's not the summer, um, there are still Andes events that I actively participate in because um, everyone there is just really close. The staff, the uh, directors, the the casts, especially the kids. Everyone is just so close, really tight knit. 
and everyone, especially if you've been there for a few years, even if you haven't, you just click right in because everyone has the shared passion for theater, but then everyone also has like these other shared things that you get to learn about each other on the way. So I've been here for seven years, so I'm on my way to graduating, unfortunately. But so the people that I have known for all these seven years are suddenly leaving and that that leaves like a really big hole in it. Of course, that's when you have to introduce the new kids who are going to fill those same spots and impress, impress people younger than them. But everyone, <laughs> I'm getting a bit off topic, but everyone from like 18 to eight, everyone's just super close mm-hmm. and it's like a family. And like, well, even at lunch, it's not like everyone separates into their own cliques. Usually most people just like sit down and hang out with the cast, with the staff. It's, it's pretty normal for that to happen. Yeah. Cool. So I know the summer has been really different in terms of Andy's programming because of everything that's happening. Yep. Can you talk a little bit about any things that you've done within the Digital Renaissance Project that have stood out to you or been good experiences for you? The number one thing that has stood out to me is um, the D&D sessions. Not just because you were my (laughs) uh, DM, (laughs) but that was also really great. But in general, I have a bunch of friends at Andy's where we've been trying to get together a D&D program for so long. And it's still in the works. (laughs) Um, Maybe like three years or something, we've been like, we have to do a D&D program. And then it finally happened. So now I get to play D&D with my friends, and that's really fun. That's awesome. Uh, yeah. So that's, like, the number one thing that sticks out to me. Um, I also did get to try some new things that I, I didn't think I would be able to try before, especially through a digital format mm-hmm. where we're learning. It's not as hands-on as usual, but it's still, like, as interactive. Mm-hmm. So nothing in particular comes to mind, but it's just really interesting Mm -hmm. there's and we're able to bring in more people both kids and the people who run the programs (laughs) we're able to bring them both in from way farther than we've done before at andy's usually we can get grab a bunch of people from around the united states and then we've managed to uh grab a few people from other other countries but this year, I think there was a lot more than usual, and we had a lot more kids, especially from outside of the area. I know mm-hmm. we've had some from California, uh, Virginia, Massachusetts. We usually have a few from Massachusetts, but it's kind of a drive to get to Andy's. Yeah. So being able to meet all these new people was really cool. <laughs> I've definitely made some friends, and I, I hope that if the Digital Renaissance Project continues in the future, that they will continue to be there and maybe we can even grab some more people that uh, to make friends with yeah awesome circling back a little bit to indies in general sort of my last question and i know that this can be a stressful question for people to ask teenagers so i apologize in advance do you think that your time at Andes and what you've learned at Andes will apply to whatever it is that you do in the future whether it's related to doing theater or the arts or or not Absolutely. I joined Andes at a young enough age where it literally uh, changed me as a person. And Mm -hmm. I believe that I would not be the same person um, I am today if I did not go to Andes because it is such a huge part of my life. Uh, I used to be like 
a mean person. <laughs> um, I, I kind of sucked to be around. But now I, and I didn't have a ton of self-confidence either, especially when performing or talking to people. But uh, now I, have a, I feel a lot more confident, not only myself, but my abilities to share and create. Um, and it, it feels really good. <laughs> so I've learned so many things and I've learned so much from uh, the people around me that I know that I'm going to be able to use this like later in my life. And it also, I've always been interested in the arts, like since I was a little kid, but it definitely set me on the track to like, hey, I think I want to be a film actor. So yeah, pretty big ambition. It's hard, but I think it might work. <laughs> so I mean, my hope is that if you take away nothing else from working with Andes or even like especially the digital renaissance where you're encountering so many artists like we're all people who do art for mm -hmm. a living so it's absolutely yeah. possible um mm -hmm. <laughs> if I can do it you can also do it <laughs> is how yeah I feel. yeah um but yeah I've always been really big into the arts but this definitely amplified it to like 26 <laughs> That's a great number. Oh. <laughs> cool. Awesome. Thank you so much, Oliver, for taking the time to talk to me about your Andes experience. Thank you for having me. Of course. Thank you so much for listening to Eye to Eye, the Digital Renaissance podcast. Theme music is by Dylan Gladhorn, artwork by Raven Bartlett, production and editing by me. See you next week for another dose of Andes magic.